Destination for Greatness, Episode 7. If you can, if you can hire a coach or who can empower you enough to stay on track with your plans, the possibilities are endless. This is the final call for all entrepreneurs heading towards Destination for Greatness who are craving for a boost in self-confidence and self-belief and entrepreneurs who aspire every day to live a life full of fun and freedom and who wish to impact the world while they soar with greatness. Is it possible to put the final pieces of your puzzle together? Find out for yourself. Now, let's buckle up because here's your host of greatness, Sohan Gokern. Welcome, 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 Greatness Tribe. Welcome to today's episode. I, I can't thank you, Greatness Tribe, to, um, enough to, to jump on and pay attention and listen to today's episode. And I can't thank enough our special guest today, Virin Gomba, uh, who's taken the time to hang out with me and you and to share with us his journey of uh, inspiration that can help us to tap into our inner greatness. Um, and Greatness Tribe, if you're, if you're listening to this where you're not driving, go ahead and take notes. And if you're driving, take mental notes or do a replay on this episode because today you're going to get excited with understanding exactly what Virin talks about, which is understanding the value of success and paying attention to some of the key points that he provides and shares with you the power of how mindfulness can provide solutions for you in, in creating a habit and an attitude that can get you to the top, the, the top of the summit in your entrepreneurial journey. But, um, you know, give you an introduction on Virin. Virin Gomber's company is called Mindful Solutions. He offers success coaching and mindfulness trainings for business programs and for businesses, small, medium-sized businesses, individuals, and groups to assist them, uh, you know, to have their best year ever. That's a big, bold statement, to have their best year ever. So you're going to get a lot of out of that. Uh, so get, get this podcast down for yourselves today. Um, Virin also, through his highly professional coaching strategies. He motivates individuals. Uh, his company really works with individuals towards their goals, works with organizations towards creating a life-work balance. And, and the suite of programs that he provides include ongoing one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, and a massive range of workshops, you know, catering to specific requirements to his clients, whether they're individual-based or whether they're organizations. You know, his areas of expertise are success coaching, mindfulness, and public speaking. So any of you Greatness Tribe out there that you're struggling with, you know, public speaking, well, you want to definitely hang out on this call and you want to definitely get in touch with Virin to find out how you can get over your fears of public speaking. Because Virin is a success coach. He's a trainer. He's a mindfulness trainer and he's a motivational speaker. He's also, uh, incidentally, an international best-selling author who literally empowers businesses and individuals to take their successful breakthroughs and balance to a whole new level, both from a professional standpoint and personal. He's, he's extremely passionate about consistent and ongoing growth in all areas of life, whether it's to do with health, career, wealth, relationships, learning, or spirituality. And Virin's mission is to make a positive difference through empowering people and solution-focused skills and mindset excellence. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand over the baton to Virin because I'd love for him to fill in the gaps and tell more about himself and share his personal story with us. So Virin, thank you once again for joining us and uh, take over the baton, mate. Thanks, Sohan, and um, hello to uh, your greatness tribe. Uh, it's such a pleasure and privilege to be part of the show, and thanks so much, Sohan, for inviting me. And what a great description. Wow, I'm, I'm completely blown away by what you've described <laughs> about me. So uh, thank you so much for that. Um, um, I'm, I'm just kind of struggling to, to think how I can match up to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so um, I mean, you've kind of said most of what what I would I would probably say about myself. But um, um, so the only thing I could say basically is is the fact that um, my key my key actually purpose in life starts with making that big difference. Uh, it starts with making a difference in my life. Uh, because if I'm if I'm not really empowered enough, I can't really help others to be empowered to live extraordinary lives. And so, um, and so, one of the key uh, focuses for me in the last many years has been to actually uh, to to really learn a lot of skills. Not only learn to actually practice those skills on a regular basis with discipline, so I can I can um, be more empowered. I can be in a state where I can um, I'm I'm of value to others. I'm of service quality service to others. Um, and, um, and this has really come about from uh, uh, a number of things that have happened in my life, including, you know, my my education, uh, my personal life, my professional life, and all the the lows and the highs that I've experienced, and and learning from them. Um, so my my background includes um, I was I used to be a science student, so I actually um, studied quantum physics. I was a um, Masters in quantum physics, and I at this stage I never thought uh, where it would take me or where I would take it actually. Um, and so there was I, I had a huge interest in physics, studying the the laws of nature. And um, but there was there was actually the I was using uh, uh, more of my left brain, and then there was also uh, the other side of me, the creative side of me, that really wanted to do something different. And so I actually dived into studying interior design and um and that was quite quite sort of surprising for me as well. I thought, wow, this is amazing. I this is I'm I, I was trying to study um how we can design our houses better so we can be happier living in them because we live in our house in, in that space, you know. I usually say half of the day at least and then you go to sleep. But uh, and those spaces need to be really um, positive spaces, spaces that can uh, help us to live happier lives, um, successful lives where we have, we can form good relationships. And that was quite a big learning experience for me. And um, and then actually, um, I've had a really string of different uh, professional. Um, uh, Platforms, different professional fields that I, I ventured into. I went then. I went into. Um, um, I actually worked in journalism, editorial roles for for a couple of different B two B magazines, lifestyle magazines. Then I ventured into public relations, marketing, uh, and then I actually learned neurolinguistic programming, which is basically science of how the brain functions. And that was quite a turning point in my life. Uh, completely changed my life. Um, and, um, that has been, that has been, um, I would say the biggest turning point in my life so far, uh, learning NLP, uh, and basically practicing it on a regular basis. I said, if, if you learn, you can, I mean, people go to courses, to workshops, to seminars. I mean, you've heard the term seminar junkie and people just mm-hmm. love to, uh, you know, do one course after another and, and keep learning them, keep learning new things. But if you don't practice those skills, all that all that learning really goes to waste. It's kind of really um um it's it's like you know knowledge is useless unless you apply it. So um yep. that was yep. 
there was the key point of difference where I felt uh, I had learned a lot in my life at that, till that uh, point. And I decided, well, this is, this is something I need to start applying more and more in my life. And that was, that was something that changed my life. So, yeah, this is sort of a little, you know, very quick um, brief on, on my life so far. But, um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm kind of really looking forward to um, answering anything specific that you would like to um, answer. <laughs> Love yeah. it, Virun. I mean, obviously, you've, you've done so much and you've learned so much. And I'm going to try extract as much as I can as tactfully as possibly I can in this short time we've got because Greatness Tribe definitely wants to chew your brain and understand your journey. Um, Virun, so how would you describe what you do in 15 seconds or less if you met someone for the first time at a social or a formal event? Oh, you mean um, how, in, in other words, you would say it's, it's my elevator pitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because as, uh, aspiring entrepreneurs tend to struggle a lot with the idea of getting it down packed to 10 to 15 seconds of what they really do, why they really do it, who they do it for, and what impact it leaves on them. And and so it's an opportunity for them to learn and see how, you know, you can really tell your story in just 15 seconds and, and connect with someone in front of you, or at least give them your message that you want to want to give as an entrepreneur to the world. Okay, let me try. Let me try how I can squeeze that in 15 seconds. You'll hear a buzzer go, <laughs> just in, no, I'm joking, just yes. joking. <laughs> um, well, I, I usually say when if I'm, you know, uh, uh, currently if someone asks me, what do you do? And I say, I, I work as a success coach and help people to achieve their best year ever in terms of their professional and personal life, you know, career, finances, relationships, health and well-being. And I have this, uh, I'm dedicated to transforming lives uh, globally for my, my vision of collective growth. Uh, that's what I like to achieve. Um that's that's the focus of my life. That's the purpose of my life. I love it. I love the fact that you use the word yeah. focus and purpose in there. A greatness tribe. Just yeah. notice how Viren considered using words like focus and gre- and purpose because when you're sharing with someone what you do, and if you share with them consist consistently that you have a purpose in life and you have you're focused about it, it gives the opposite person you're sharing your call it elevator pitch for lack of better words, uh, a clear picture of your intention and how impactful you can be to them if they simply engage in a conversation moving forward from that point. So I uh, appreciate it. That was good. You did really well there, Vern. You took, you took less oh, than 15 seconds. Oh, thank you. You're onto it. Okay, so tell, tell us how you generate revenue and cash flow as of today, Vern. Oh, that's a, that's a secret. No, uh, it's actually... Uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a mix of uh, uh, different um, sources. Of course, my coaching is one of my key sources of uh, revenue generation. Uh, and uh, in the last about a year or so, I've uh, I, I started doing mindfulness trainings. That's become uh, that's actually growing for me now. Uh, mindfulness is is huge for me, and I've started to realize people uh, can make a huge amount of difference that can impact on their um, on their own uh, revenue generation in their life. Uh, and you know in the financial life as well and so that's so uh coaching mindfulness training and um and and some public speaking uh, and also some book sales so it's it's in, in that order i would say 
Cool. Okay. So, so let's talk, Viren, let's talk about your heartache moments. Um, this is this is where, you know, we talk about your conflicts, your pitfalls, the problems you've faced, especially at the start of your entrepreneurial journey. And I know you alluded to it, of, to how you had to work on it, but I want you to take us down the track before you had the realization and before you really started picking up all the great mindset and habits, take us down memory lane and really share with us your heartaches at the, at the time because from what you've just alluded you didn't have it come easy to you from a mindset perspective so what were your struggles what were your challenges you know um what did you go through when you were when you were faced with these pitfalls okay very good question because that's where um uh the opportunity lies for for a number of people for a lot of people to uh, understand when when they're actually facing a really difficult time in their life, that's the moment. That could be a moment of reckoning for them. So actually, when I was mm. uh, about a few years ago, I was actually in a job and um, it was uh, I was in a corporate role, and I was it was a very well paid role. I was I was quite excited when I joined that uh, company and started working. And what happened was I was actually also going through a little personal um, rough phase in my personal life, um, some sort of a relationship challenge. But being in that role really meant I had to um, I had to have a different mindset because that particular role required something. I soon realized that I I probably didn't have at that stage. And but before you realized that, what were you? I mean, at that time, what was the what was the struggle like? I mean, t- take us through what were you? What was going through your mind? You know, with with your personal life getting in the way. I mean, what sort of emotions were you going through? Because before, you know, before we get to the end of the tunnel and see that light, there is this massive patch of darkness. And in that darkness, there are a lot of thoughts that go through our mind. And, you know, great, take, take Greatness Tribe through that because Greatness Tribe has a lot of people who go through that every day. And, and, and one of the things that we want to make sure that we, we, we share with the world is to be able to get them to realize that, yep, this is normal and this is exactly what you would go through or you are going through and I'm going through it too. Um, so what was it that your mind was going through at that time? Because it mustn't be easy, obviously. Yeah, no, it's, um, it was actually, uh, uh, when you actually think about things, think about the things that have happened in the past and then obviously there's, you kind of, you can, um, you can bring those moments alive. What I was going through was I was, um, I was facing the challenge of getting into this role that required me to have slightly to follow certain different values that were not aligned with my values, uh, and and part of it was uh, actually um, being truthful, being honest, being uh, you know just using integrity in your life. And part of it was, didn't really align with my values. And suddenly, I, I found myself. Uh, I was there was a huge friction happening within myself in my mind. So what happened was I would uh, really do some do do a few things around that role that really suited my values, and that didn't really get the results that that particular activity required. And so suddenly there was a huge friction within my mind, and I started to think I started to have uh, feelings of uh, low confidence. Um, I was trying. I was kind of about. I was losing self esteem because people around me, at least one of my my immediate manager, wasn't really happy with the way I was working. Because they probably didn't see my point of view, and that that there was also a sort of a, a relationship challenge for me. I didn't have the skills how to manage um, professional relationships uh, if it were came to a, a head where uh, you were in a sort of a values conflict. So um, I would go through multiple thoughts in my mind around whether it's me or it's the job or it's, it's the people around me. 
and I would I would come back home. I would be feeling tired, you know, mentally, emotionally. And so that she uh, came to a point where uh, in about six to eight months' time in, in that job, I was, um, I was, I would wake up in the morning, I would feel like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. So tired. So um, unhappy about the fact that I was going through a, a difficult personal relationship. Um, and think, things came to a boil about uh, a year later and where I, one morning I just woke up and I felt, no, I don't want to go to this work. I can't see myself in five years' time. I can't see myself doing this, and I have to take a decision. And I went to work, and I, I talked to my boss, and I said I want to quit. And she was really in a shock. She was she was that shocked. She said, "Oh, what do you mean? You are doing very well. Uh, we're happy with you. you no, know, we are. You are a good part of the team. Why do you want to leave?" And I said, "I'm not feeling happy in my my role here." Um, and she she was very nice. Uh, fortunately, she was wonderful. She said, "Oh, okay, let's catch up uh, in a couple of weeks, and we'll we'll talk about it again." And a couple of weeks later, we caught up again, and she said, "What do you how do you feel now?" And said, "I feel the same. Um, I want to quit." And she said, "That's okay. I just wanted to uh, make sure you were not taking your decision in a hurry. So that's why I wanted to give you time." And then there was there was then um, I quit, and and there was quite a a moment of reckoning for me. Uh, I didn't have any uh, any backup. I don't have. I didn't have anything to really uh, fall back on after leaving that job. No other job. Uh, I hadn't been looking for any jobs, and I had more cash to pay all my bills. You know, regular bills that people uh, have in their lives. So um, there was there was a, there was the biggest heartache moment for me. And, and, and what was that feeling like when you, you know, yes, there's a. And I'm not referring to the positive sign of liberation because that's what you would have definitely felt. Um, But at that time when you left it and you had to walk away, did that freak you out knowing that you had to pay your bills, you had bills to pay, you had a mortgage to look after, you had no job, no financial security, not sure about, you were totally uncertain about what to expect next financially uh, and emotionally. Did you feel lost? Absolutely, big time. I felt lost. I felt um, a huge amount of fear surging from within me. Uh, there was there was lots of fear around what would happen next in my life, uh, professionally and personally. Where my where is my life going? It's going downhill. It's going down the drain. What I'm going to suppose I'm not I'm not good enough. Where have I gone wrong with this? And all those feelings really uh, made me feel. I really, it was kind of sort of a mini depression. I was in a mini depression. Mm. It was, you know. Mm, it's, it's like the self-sabotaging feeling. I mean, I, I, Viren, I completely empathize with you because, um, believe it or not, I had a very similar episode in my life too. And Greatness Tribe, this is really important for you to learn because, you know, some of you might be hurting right now and some of you might be going through this where you're having conflicts with your boss, with your values against your company's or your manager's values. And, and you might think that you've got the values that help you to get and deliver your job the way you think can be best, but it could go against the way your company sees it or the way your manager perceives it. And that could cause a lot of friction. And I had a similar story like you, Varun. I mean, I, I had a situation where I was working for a multinational corporation. They got a job in there straight away. I was excited about the new role. Um, I was excited about learning and taking on the challenge. But for some reason, the manager that was that I was reporting to couldn't get along with my values. Her values and mine were very different. 
And I felt completely sabotaged and suffocated in that role. And I just felt I couldn't perform to my optimum level if I had to follow her values or that organization's values. And at that moment, I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision whether I had to stay in there or I had to get out of there and find myself because I just couldn't recognize myself anymore. So I made the decision to jump out of it. And I walked home one day and I had no job. It was 11.30 in the morning. I'd walked out of the job. I remember going back home and I sat on the couch and I was going, okay, so the job's left. I don't have an income now. I've got bills to pay. What are we going to do next? Because I don't have another form of income. And it freaked me out. It freaked me out. It made me really scared. I almost wanted to curl up in my couch. Um, the rest is history because, you know, we found solutions later. And that's the point I'm going to come to because I had a light bulb moment. But uh, forget about my light bulb moment. Tell us about what your light bulb moment was. You know, So at what point in this journey did you did your your greatness journey begin? You know, when was your light bulb moment that you might have had while you were searching for those answers and how did it all begin to transform into greatness for you? Yeah, uh, this is, this is again, as I said earlier, this is usually from the point of lows in, in your life. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the point where you, uh, where you can't really, um, there's mm. nothing to lose, right? Mm, that's you know, right. And, and anything and everything that you do can either just keep you in that state or can take you up higher or forward, you know, uh, in your future. And that's for actually uh, after leaving my job, it took me another about uh, a year and a half before uh, I could actually um, understand the the crux of it, you know. And because for the next about a year and a half, I did some uh, freelancing, some contracting roles and, uh, you know, a number of different things. But I was still struggling to understand uh, life. I was still struggling to understand uh, what my purpose was, uh, why I was, why I'm on this planet and what, what I what I needed to do to actually, to justify that. And, um, and sexually, uh, about three and a half later, actually, I was introduced to, um, to uh, some... Some, someone introduced me to NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming, and I started watching uh, Tony Robbins' videos online. And I, I just was thoroughly blown away by what he was doing, what he is doing, um, and all the, the strategies that he uses to help people, to help the world. And I realized he was, um, he was using a lot of um, NLP uh, tools, NLP techniques in, in what he, how, how the ways he was helping people transform their lives. And I decided, okay, I'm going to study NLP. I'm going to do something about, um, I'm going to take charge of my life. But studying NLP was not cheap. It was, it was quite expensive proposition. Uh, and I was, I was, I didn't have any money and, you know, to, or any financial resources to put into it. And so I actually started looking around for where I could study NLP, you know, where, and, and then I came across a couple of different options. And one of the options really stood out for me. And again, there's there's a big story around that, but I wouldn't really dive into that at the moment. Uh, what I'm coming to is how how what happened in, at that particular stage was a was probably one of the biggest light bulb moments for me, which was actually a leap of faith. I didn't have any money to invest into my own personal development, uh, and I had to pay for this course. And I was struggling. I'm struggling. And these guys, um, this particular, uh, I actually received a call from from the admin person of of this uh, institute. They said, "Oh, 
you had expressed your desire a couple of months ago to study NLP with us. We are just starting now with closing registrations. Are you still interested? I said, oh, yes, I'm, I'm still interested, but please give me a couple of days. Uh, he said, okay. And then I, <laughs> that night I went to bed and I thought to myself, wow, I've got this amazing, this huge passion, this huge fire within me at the moment to, to invest in my personal development and I don't have the money. But if I keep it, if I delay it, if I just leave it for uh, to do it next year, you know, I won't have the same fire. So I have to, I have to have a leap of faith. And, you know, the next day I rang them and said, "Oh, I'm, I'm the count me in. I'm registering myself." And um, and a week later, I I was just flooded with work in my in the freelance work that I was doing. I was flooded with work. I was, it all just paid off. For me, the whole the whole course uh, was paid off through that uh, the flood of work that came through. There was wow. Uh, um, there was there was completely. I was I felt really overwhelmed by what had happened, and I realized this is what happens in life. This is what is the key to success in your life. You have to take the first step. You have to take the first step. Have that faith in that step. Have that faith in yourself, and the faith in, in in the universe. If you take the first step. Everything else will be taken care of. Mm. And, you, and you're right because it's not just that first step at the start of your journey. It's going to keep coming. You're going to have decisions to make right through your entire entrepreneurial journey. And so, Greatness Tribe, always think of taking that step and having to just take your chances because, you know, yes, you've got to think about, you've got to think a little bit and calculate the risk, but you don't want to overthink and re- overcalculate the risk because that too much analysis leads to paralysis, as they say. So, you know, like Viren said, just he had to believe it and he had to take his chances and then deal with it afterwards. And guess what? He had a great outcome. It was overwhelming, but in a positive way. So, Viren, share with us some of your great results, you know, the, the great results that Viren Gongba, Mind, Mindful Solutions, experiences today. There is, uh, of course, um, uh, an amazing number of things that I kind of uh, come across, experience every single day now. I, I, I meet so many different people, so many individuals, businesses who are involved in in a number of amazing interesting exciting ventures um, and they are making a huge contribution to um to to this world in, in their own specific ways um and so i actually come across uh, a lot of uh, people who are who are actually struggling to uh, move forward in their life and so for me the key the one of the most important things in life actually to have to live a holistic life, a wholesome life. And that's what I come across. When I come across people, they actually are, uh, I, I notice what I call they're living disjointed lives in some ways. They are maybe excelling in certain parts of their lives, um, but they are other areas of their life they are neglecting or they are not able to be as successful as they are in, in other uh, other part of their life. So for for me, I understand this is, this is very important, and and I would like to, your greatest strive to really reflect on it as well. Is and then you go to work, and you actually carry all those emotions, uh, those thoughts, those thought processes uh, to work because you don't, you can't isolate yourself in a professional. Um, Sohan or in a personal Sohan, you know, you can't, you go to work, you are still that, that person, you're still that Sohan and you're kind of really, uh, you're carrying all those emotions to work. 
and that affects your work. So if you're feeling, if you walk into, if you walk into work and you're feeling empowered, you're feeling positive, you're feeling like you can crush it, you can, uh, you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. Uh, imagine that day, how how that that day would go for you, how productive that day would be, that day would be for you. Versus if you if you walk into work and you're feeling down, you're feeling low, you say, oh, and you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, I can't do this. So you can imagine the difference those two days would have. Great to describe. It's an opportunity for you to learn how you can have an experience of a whole life, a wholesome life, not just about your career, not about your finances, but understanding that every aspect and every area of your life has an impact and it depends. There are interdependability factors involved there. So you, you have to strive as an entrepreneur to constantly be best at all areas of your life as much as possible. One of the questions I wanted to ask you was, if you had to go back now in time, you know, do a bit of time travel, Viren, and go back to day one of when you started and have, if you had five minutes with your former self, you know, and you were just to communicate any lessons you've acquired with the intention of just saving yourself from all these mistakes, all those pitfalls, all those heartache moments that you had, what would you tell yourself? Uh, to be honest, I I would uh, I wouldn't change a thing if I if I look at it, I wouldn't change a thing because all those moments of heartache, all those moments of challenges, difficulties, uh, the stresses, um, the the lows that came in my life, they actually taught me something, and they, they were very valuable. And, and each each one of those moments um, uh, are a really important part of my life. And the only the only thing I would change was. Uh, I could actually, I, I always think I could actually have started a bit earlier, but then it was the right moment for everyone. And it's different for everyone. Uh, so if you can start today, there's nothing uh, more important than that. There's nothing more um, valuable than starting today. If you if you can understand, if you have all the understanding of how things can change in your life, start today. That's right. And so when you look at your challenges that you face, they came with a lot of uncertainties, right? Unknowns, as you, as you mentioned earlier. How yeah. can you minimize the unknowns? Well, the only way to, to uh, minimize them is to actually keep learning, keep um, asking around people. If you are unsure about anything, just ask for help. Never shy away from asking for help. Uh, never shy away from learning more. Uh, look, look around you. Who who can help you with your question, with your challenges, and go to them. And don't be, don't really um, be afraid to ask difficult questions. Don't, don't be afraid to. Uh, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest obstacle in our lives actually is ourselves. You know, we can, we are the, we are, we are our own worst enemy and our own best friends. You know, if we are, if you're not ready to change, not, no one else can change it for you. And it's important to keep learning if you are unsure about anything. Uh, uncertainty is part of life. And that's actually the key to success lies in uncertainty. Uncertainty can be really great. Just make it your friend. But when you, you're not sure which direction you, you need to take, uh, which way you need to head to, just ask around. Get more knowledge. Get more information. And just take the first step, as I said earlier. If you just keep um, uh, mourning about your current situation, and and keep thinking or uh, keep waiting for the situation to change, keep waiting for your destiny to change, nothing would happen. Um, if you don't change things, things won't change. Mm, well said. Greatness Tribe, get, get into action and learn, learn, learn. Read books, 
listen to audiobooks, watch videos that are educational, informational towards your dream and your goals, and, and get onto podcasts like this and, and listen to it over and over again. Because every time you listen to Viren speak, if you play this episode again, I promise you, you're going to get a different message. Five days later, you listen to the episode again, you'll have a different message. A week or two weeks later, you listen to this audio, you will have a different message because at every phase of your life, there are different messages that you resonate with. And so it's so important for you to be a, able to embrace any form of uncertainty or unknown because if you embrace it, you will stop resisting it. And if you stop resisting it, you'll have the energy to learn. And if you have the energy to learn, you'll automatically create outcomes in a positive manner based on your learning. Very well, very well said, Sohan. And Greatness Tribe, listen to Sohan, what he just said. No, it's true. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, uh, Viren. Um, I'm going to change gears and switch gears and go into the next round, which we call a chunk of greatness. And it's about your first sale, Viren. It's about uh, you know taking us through what your first sale was and how did you make it? I know it might be down memory lane a little bit, but just share with us what was that experience of your very first sale? Oh, you don't forget your first sale, do you? <laughs> no. It's always, it's always something that remains with you for the rest of your life. And because that's, that's such a... Uh, gives a boost to your confidence. Um, and so what happened was actually I, I used to, when I started um, my coaching business, I used to do um, free public um, seminars, workshops to get people uh, to understand, to get to tell them get an insight into what I was offering and how they could change their lives. And so I, I was doing this first workshop, first ever workshop, and there was about 18 people who registered and only eight of them showed up. Uh, in the end, but there's about three three of my family members um, there as well, uh, just in case no one else turned up. Uh, so um, I actually um, I kind of I gave there was about an hour's sort of workshop. I was I was um, reasonably happy with how it um, how it happened. Uh, but at the end of it, um, no one really signed up for my course for my um, for coaching, and um, so I was. And actually, I did in the next three or four days after that, I did some follow-ups with people, and people said, "Oh, it was a good workshop, but they were not ready yet, or they had different reasons not to join." But actually, about a week later, uh, actually five days later, I got an email from someone who said that they had registered for the workshop, but they couldn't make it because uh, they something had come up for them, and so they. But they said they really wanted to know more about it, and so I said, "Oh, great! You know, let's let's." Let's catch up for coffee, and I'll I'll tell you all about it. And then um, uh, then we caught up, and uh, this this gentleman was actually visiting Auckland from Hong Kong. Uh, he was on a, on a sort of a work uh, trip uh, for about a couple of months here in Auckland, and so he actually um, and I presented to him um, all the details of what I offer, and um, and he was thoroughly and uh, you know uh, amazingly quite impressed with the content and probably me. And he said, within 15 minutes of me presenting it to him, he said, oh, I want to sign up. I said, hey, hang on, are you, are you sure? <laughs> That's what I thought within myself because I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, it's happening. The sale's happening. I can't believe it's it. Happening. So what do I do? Yeah. yeah. I do, I, do I need to pinch myself. Am I dreaming or something? <laughs> and then uh, I said, okay, I was actually fumbled a little bit because it was my first ever sale. I fumbled a little bit. I didn't exactly know what, what I, you know, what, what the next step would be. Uh, I said, okay, okay, you want to sign up? And so I just immediately pulled out the, the sign-up form and gave it to him and completed the form. And he said, oh, 
how can I pay? I said, okay, wow, that's amazing. Someone's starting to pay me now. Because <laughs> so, I was completely blown away by how, uh, how, it, how that happened after, you know, those eight people uh, listening to me, no one showing any interest. And suddenly this, you know, gentleman from nowhere, from Hong Kong, he's just visiting all he, he kind of signs up and he said, okay, I'm great. So what, how, how can we do it? I said, oh, you know, if you are in Hong Kong, um, we can do Skype sessions. And he said, perfect. And then, and that he was my first ever client, and he was from the, one of the best clients I've had so far. And he actually wow. later on became a really good friend as well. So there was there was the moment of uh, they actually suddenly gave me a huge boost in my confidence in the fact that I can make things happen. I can uh, I'm, I'm I'm on the right track. So what happens? I in a few months after that, I started to realize this is an amazing business to be in of helping people because. Uh, because I'm not only helping others um, learn uh, a few skills to make their lives better, I'm also actually learning those skills myself because that's what they say. You know, if you if you want to learn something, go and teach it. And if you are, if I'm teaching someone how to how to be a better uh, husband, a partner, how to be a better employee, how to be a better business person, how to be a um, a better teacher, or how to be just a better human being. Um, I'm those things get endorsed for me. They they get reiterated for me every time I say them to others, and that has a huge huge impact on my own life as well. You know, there's an interesting thing that you said there, Varun, because when you're trying to teach someone and you're trying to learn, a obviously entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, struggle a lot with this idea of having to teach others. Yep, they're okay with having to learn new skills. They're happy to learn uh, how to do things and pick up strategies and implement them and take action. That's all good. But when it comes to actually teaching someone, they struggle with it because they feel they're not ready enough. And that's a lack of self-confidence. But the reality is when you're teaching, I guess you're not only learning, but you're actually sharing what you've learned. You're sharing your wisdom. And when you share with the planet, you're really making a greater impact. You're doing service. You're in the, in the, in the state of being of service. And I remember Zig Ziglar saying, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get everything you want. And... Greatness tribe. For you, you you know, like Verin, you might be wanting to get your own knowledge, and you want you might be wanting to learn and about yourself and grow personally. And if that's what you want, you're going to get it. But you just have to be able to share and give and help other people get what they want. Because in the in the in the exchange of that journey, you'll receive everything you want. Not little. You'll get everything. Just different timing, but you'll get everything. And it's that first sale when you make it comes at a time where you don't expect it, but when it comes. You're excited, aren't you? Even though you don't know how to handle it, you're just excited about it because it tells you that it's possible. It showed you possibility. And Greatness Tribe, you have to be able to persist because like what happened to Virin, when he went in to make his first presentation, he had, like you said, right, no one showed up. And sometimes, again, you have uncertainties presented in front of you, but you have to push through. And that's what you did. You pushed through and you said, no, you're going to keep on going. You're going to continue. And you're still going to have conversations, whether it's in groups or whether it's one-on-one -on -one and individuals. And right enough, you did exactly that. And before you know, lo and behold, you got your first client. So Greatness Tribe, big lesson to learn from the very first sale. Um, how did you gain credibility, Viren? Did you gain it quickly? And if, if not, how, well, how did you gain your credibility? Yeah, that's that's a um, uh, very interesting question, Sohan, because what happens is when we are uh, starting something new, you know, particularly like for all the entrepreneurs out there who are listening to this, 
when we're starting something new, we are, there's lots of uncertainties within our own mind. There's lots of um, uh, what would happen or uh, hope I don't go wrong or uh, what would people think of me if I do this or say that. And there's all this, all those things happening in your mind that can stop you moving from uh, moving forward, you know? Um, and, um, and so basically the first step is usually to, to really be convinced about your own abilities. To gain that credibility from the outside world, it's important you give yourself credibility. That's where it all starts. Because that's, that's the energy. Once you feel that confident within yourself, then so once you feel that what you are offering is of the highest value uh, to, to the people that you're offering it to, and then you go, and go out and give it to them, you convey a different, you convey through a very different energy than versus if you had, didn't have that confidence. So what you are, when you're actually trying to give someone um, a coaching service to someone or any other, any other service in your business that you are offering to others, uh, it's that energy that makes a difference. The energy, your energy around it that makes a difference. So if you are feeling really uh, confident about what you're offering, that's how it would uh, be received. Mm, mm. So you have to be that person that you want to be in your mind already so that, that when you create that sort of a mindset, that creates an attitude of the person that you want to be. And when you have that sort of an attitude, automatically you behave, you tend to behave like that person has already achieved it, right? And that's, that's the credibility that you, you're now breathing and living and walking and then Absolutely. you attract someone who's got similar credibility or more and they recognize it in you. And that's where you can then, when they recognize it, that means you're being credible. Absolutely. And they didn't, didn't come uh, straight to me after that. It, it took me a while, actually, because I was, I was still fumbling. My, um, you know, I was still fumbling. I was still finding my way through uh, how to, how to uh, do things, how to keep improving things, how to keep improving the way I was finding clients, I was how to keep improving the way I was delivering my coaching, uh, and how to actually uh, provide the the best value, uh, the highest professional um, service I I was I I had set myself the standard I had set myself for. So um yeah, it took me at least between six to eight months, about a year to actually get there, and, and still and uh, even now, I mean, I kind of my my endeavor is to keep improving, improving, and improving because there's. There's not a perfect situation where or a perfect uh, state of delivery that you can achieve. You can always you always have room for improvement, and uh, you can always keep improving your credibility. Yeah, you're right. You know, like you said, it, it's time. Greatness tribe. Notice how Viren said it took time. It didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just happen when you woke up in the morning or standing in front of the mirror and, and for one day or one week. It took weeks. It took months before you could you could actually learn to master it. And even today you still come across situations where you have to remind yourself. And Greatness Tribe, that's, that's a key for you to pick up. It takes time. You have to give yourself time and be patient. I know, um, like Mick Migola, one of America's top motivational speakers, like he said, you will, not, the, well, you will only learn when you're prepared and ready to accept the lesson. Not a minute late, not a minute early, but you need to be patient and accept that fact. And so that's exactly what you said. You know, you've had to just be able to be patient with yourself to gain that sort of level of credibility within yourself to then experience credibility from outside. So, Viren, how did you go about creating key partnerships? Because along the way, you must have built some good partnerships with, with people or businesses to get to where you are. How did you go about creating those key partnerships? And 
Um, talk about funding. Did you did you ever needed to get any funding, or did you have any strategies for executing your plans because you were strapped for cash or little cash flow? What what was the story there? Well, there's two questions in one there. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll answer your uh, uh, your um, uh, key partnership question first. Um, so basically, yes, there was actually I actually had the chance to work with. Um, within, in the nonprofit sector in the last three years, uh, I was uh, running some communication skills workshops for them uh, in the community. And, um, and suddenly I realized I was, uh, I was, I was actually wanting, I was actually, um, ha- I had to, uh, I had the chance to go out and attend some networking meetings, some workshops and seminars and, you know, uh, training meetings, and I started to realize that I was forming some really good relationships. So I started to realize this new skill that that I had in in me that I had never thought of. That uh, it was I was I was finding out that I was a really good networker. I was connecting with people easily, um, and then suddenly I realized this is something I need to nurture more. Uh, I need to uh, groom it. I need to refine it further so I can start actually using this skill to form key relationships in in my business uh, and that's that's where i started actually um i started to have a formula i started to have a, a plan around it a strategy where i would regularly attend some networking meetings whether it's through um through the meetup groups or uh, informal meetings or formal meetings and um and on a regular basis expose myself to situations where um, I would have the opportunity to connect with people that I would want to work with. Um, and uh, that has, has been a quite a complete revelation for me. And, um, and, and, and during that process, I really started to um, meet um, quite a few uh, businesses, quite a few people who, who have actually not only changed my life uh, in terms of my business, but also personal relationships. I actually happened to connect with um, uh, a natural health clinic on on North Shore in Auckland. It's called Global Health Clinics, which is um, so uh, basically which has a huge, huge uh, vision around making a global impact in terms of well-being and and mindset. And that really resonated well with me. It really aligned with my values. And I that was one of the key relationships I formed um, about a couple of years ago. And there's there's at least four more. Uh, key partnerships that in, with other businesses that I have formed in the last four years that are uh, incredible, that are uh, invaluable going forward for me. Um, and in terms of funding, the other question, so on your funding, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a very important part of starting any business as most entrepreneurs would, would know, uh, unless you've been, you know, someone's left their uh, you know, inheritance for you, you can't really, most people who are, <laughs> True. most people uh, who are looking to do business, they are, um, they are usually, uh, you know, like professionals or in a day job and they are looking to start a side business so they can get full time into it. Um, and the strategy that I employed was quite faulty to start with. I actually, um, I did have, I did have the, I would think, okay, I would just start this anyway. You know, the, one of the things that you mentioned so on earlier was actually, when I said, you know, make make the first start, and then things will start to happen. At the same time, uh, just keep the the faith, but uh, just just take well informed decisions, right? You know, it's not like you just jump into the into the well and see what happens. Um, and um, 
it's important to keep the faith, but just take some well-informed decisions around that. So I did take some wrong decisions when I started. I kind of really, uh, I had a huge um, credit card debt because of that. Um, it's just not a good thing. It, it always weighs in your mind. It's quite stressful if you can't pay it off. You know, you, it's it's always uh, something very uh, important uh, to understand how, just give yourself some um, financial knowledge, uh, how you can manage financial life because that's something that's uh, hardly taught in any school how to uh, you know the financial knowledge is not given in, in most formal education how to live life how to how to they, they do tell you how to make a living but not how to live a life um, and that they can be difficult for a lot of people when they get actually into the real world and they actually are wanting to um, start their own business so the only advice that I would give is basically just start cautiously, uh, but have the faith. Um, and funding is, is could be very different for, for a lot of people, uh, the, whatever business they're getting into. Just look for sources of funding. There's, there's an immense um, range of sources you can tap into these days from, you know, uh, there's some government uh, sources, there's some banks you can go to this private uh, investment sources you can go to, to for, for funding. Um, but make sure that you have uh, all the contingency plans in, in place to, um, to pay back all the, all the funds that you, all the loans that you, uh, you receive in your business. Mm. So it's about making sure that you have well-informed decisions. You do a bit of study, talk, ask around Greatness Tribe, and, and understand that you have to have faith and accept the failures from the decisions you make because there is no such thing as wrong or right decision. There's only a decision that you make which can either give you a right result or a wrong result. And if it turns out a wrong outcome, you know you've learned from it and you can move forward. But it's key for you to be able to make yourself informed before you plunge into something as opposed to just going deep diving blind. So that's a good point that you made, um, Viren. So what type of mindset and habits brought you to the destination of greatness for today? As in look at your situation today, you've, you've spoken quite a bit about different types of habits you've had, but if you had to sum it up and say, you know, this is the type of mindset and these are the habits I had to bring me to where I am today, what would they be for you? Yeah, it's um, uh, for actually developing a mindset of excellence is, is part of my regular routine and um, it's become a habit in itself. So uh, you, I mean, everyone, you are, what you are today is a result of your habits, uh, all the rituals you've created, all the routines you have created in your life. If you are, if you have a really good, great uh, looking body and that would tell the story of what your routine is, for example. And so what I actually, I strongly believe we are a result of all our habits. Um, and it's basically the destination of greatness as we are, we are talking about here as a destination of greatness can be, can't be reached without integrating some great habits and rituals in, in your life. Mm. Uh, so I particularly work regularly on priming my mind every single morning before stepping out. Um, what do you I do, do in that? I do, I do some uh, meditation, some mindfulness. I do some uh, creative visualization uh, every morning and even um, most nights before going to bed. Uh, so I can, So my mind is already prepped for a great day. Uh, and a great week ahead, and a great month, and a great year. So, what happens is every every time I sit down to do those things, uh, those those uh, rituals, um, 
I would meditate and do, so spend some uh, mindful some time on mindfulness and do some creative visualization. So I'm actually strengthening those uh, pathways in my mind um, every single day, and and that's what helps me to deal with uh, my day. And every, I realize I believe a belief system needs regular work since since junk creeps into it without us realizing. You know, it's it's much like cleaning your house regularly or or even bathing every day to keep your body clean. So you have to really, uh, every day you have to work on your mind to keep your belief systems strong. Yep, I totally agree. How, how many minutes or hours do you spend a day? How much time do you spend a day, Varun? I usually spend about 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes before going to bed. Okay, yep, good. That's really cool. Yeah, I have like a, I use a power hour. I call it a power hour and I do a combination of meditation, tapping meditation, uh, reading my goal. So I recorded my goal. Uh, yeah. on audio and I play it back to myself for 10 minutes non-stop just to hear it on l- repeat and then yeah. I also so I, I segregate my time like that like 10 minutes 15 minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes and affirmations and stuff like that and a whole hour and I'll do it in the morning or I'll do it at night uh, depending on which one's easier for the day but it's so important you, you, you hit the nail on the head you got to make sure you condition your mind and keep it clean just like you would if you had to keep your house clean you got, you got a, an excellent point there um, and I must add that um, that uh, another important schedule to to include in in your uh, daily diary is actually to work out physically as well. You know, I, and that's what I do. I, I kind of do work out every single. Day. I do some yoga every day, about ten minutes of yoga every day, and then also four times a week I go to the gym, work out. Because you know, if you're not physically fit, that's that can lead to a whole lot of mental challenges, emotional challenges as well. So a great a great mind. Can reside in a can reside in a great body, you know. That's that's the only way it can reside Absolutely. in a great body. Absolutely, um, greatness tribe. That's so important. That's a great. But thanks so much for bringing that to everyone's attention, Vern. Because you know, greatness tribe, you've got to have at least ten minutes in a day in your whole day to just make some time for some form of physical activity, whether it's doing a few push-ups, or, you know, or whether it's doing a few sit-ups, or doing a few dips, or you know, going for a run, spot jogging, star jumps, burpees, whatever floats your boat. Just having that time to get that blood flowing in your system can really help condition and charge your body. And when then, when your body's charged, your mind's charged, and it has. Such, it, I like to say it creates happy hormones. So, yeah, because <laughs> it makes me happy all the time, right? That's awesome. So, so Viren, how do you? How did you distinguish yourself from your competition? Uh, there was a, there was something that I always thought: how I'm going to distinguish myself? What's my USP? I struggled with it uh, in the first few months, even the first year, and I talked to quite a few people around me, my mentors, my coach, my other coaches, fellow coaches, and people I, I hang out with, um, and, um, and I, there was all, everyone has, uh, you know, had different ideas around it, um, and then I realized uh, from a number of my conversations that uh, you, the, my USP, my, my business's USP is me. I'm the one who's who, who is the USP, who's the point of difference in my business. I mean, I, there's, there can be hundreds and thousands of other businesses who are doing the same thing as you are doing. Um, so what's the point of difference? So you can always come up with something, okay, oh, you know, we provide more value, we provide better quality service, or we, we go out, you know, we provide more than 100%, we are committed to changing you, we're committed to doing this and that. Uh, and that's suddenly there were all of those words become so, so cliched, you know, you people want to see what, People actually want to see your what difference you bring to what you're offering. So it's usually the people in a business that are the the point of difference. 
and the energy that you bring into it. So I believe I'm I'm the point of difference because my energy is is very unique. Everyone is in this world is unique. They they hold a, a unique energy, and that's what they they convey when they are delivering a service. So if I'm um, if I'm actually um, if I'm feeling that's why I need to keep working on myself all the time so I can be that point of difference. Mm, true, and and with that uniqueness, you know, sometimes people struggle to identify how to match their uniqueness with an opportunity or with an idea. You know, great ideas. Entrepreneurs are always looking at great ideas. I think you're great ideas. So, but for you personally, uh, Viren, how do you conquer those moments of doubt that so often stifle or? trip you or you know stop so many entrepreneurs with their great ideas how do you push through these yes yes very important very important you have to be um you have to be on your toes all the time to actually uh detect to identify when they come up and just deal with them instantly and that's what i do if i'm i actually catch my thoughts every single day i kind of really uh i have a sort of a little reflection time every now and then through the day at least three four times a day where i think okay What's happening with my thoughts? Because that's where all your um, all your daily actions, your results come from. Your thoughts, you know. If you if, if you're thinking a thoughts that take you back into a uh, into a time when you are not powerful enough and you made mistakes, you get you you have the there's a danger of you um, getting into that loop into that getting stuck into into that loop of um, self sabotage again and so that's very important to just being aware of so what has happened now is that i don't need to be i don't need to consciously look after or, or identify those moments when i am when i'm feeling low what happens is suddenly as i said earlier if it becomes a habit you are on autopilot even with a resolution the resolution of your little challenges your little traps mm. and you don't need to work on on that consciously because suddenly your mind is on autopilot Mm. So greatness try a former habit of finding time to reflect in the day, whether it's once or twice or thrice, but just finding moments where you can reflect on how things are going, how you are and how you're feeling and how you're thinking and listen to that voice in your head and see whether you can catch yourself because once you start practicing it, you'll form a habit of catching yourself at it. And before you know it, you'll be an autopilot, like Viren said. You know, you won't even realize, but you'll, you'll be subconsciously catching yourself or unconsciously catching yourself at the things that you say to yourself, which can help, which can sabotage you. But then if you catch it, you'll be able to help yourself and get away from those moments of doubt. Um, thanks so much for that, Viren. It's been a great round talking about your chunk of greatness. Okay, so we're going to do talk about two things here, and then we're going to wrap up. One is the great dilemma. Uh, the great dilemma is where... Greatness Tribe, a lot of people in the Greatness Tribe struggle with having to think of whether a coach is important or a mentor is important or not while they're in their journey or can they be their own coaches or their own mentors or can they secretly sit in the back in their room on their laptop and just see things and watch things for free on, in, as a passive way of learning. But what's the impact of having a great mentor or a great coach, especially when you're starting out on your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, look, what happens is most often we are not able to look back at ourselves objectively because, because we are such an intrinsic part of what we think, uh, we feel, what we speak, what we do. And that means we are unable to look at our weaknesses and our, and our strengths as strongly as someone else. And, um, and we can easily uh, lose track as a result of that. And that's where a mentor or a coach comes into the picture. If you can, if you can hire a coach or who can empower you enough to stay on track with your plans, the possibilities are endless. I mean, they are, so what happens is they actually have, 
uh, number A, they actually uh, uh, they actually have uh, the skills to identify uh, your strengths and weaknesses. And because they are not you, they are you know they can look at you objectively and they can point out this is where you need to make amends. Yeah, this is where you need to um, do things differently. Um, and even even coaches have coaches. I mean, uh, even even one of the world's top coaches, you know, Tony Robbins goes to another coach to when he's he's not he's not sure about things. And that's that's where that's what we are like, all are, are like, you know, or the human beings are like. You know, we are we need. Uh, we need reminders. We need someone to point out uh, at times uh, what we can do differently, so we can be we can be even better. Yeah, they're like checkpoints, and and that's what coaches offer you. It's a greatness tribe. Make sure that you look at how you're going to get a coach. But I want to ask Virin, what do you think should be uh, the success metrics of a coach? Is and how how should they measure? How should greatness tribe measure the greatness of their coach when they're looking but- for one? Yeah, there's there's three things I think you can you can if you're someone's looking for a course, the three things they can they can start with. Number one is what's what exactly is is their um, their desired outcome? What exactly they are they are wanting from a coach? You know, and and then basically then they start looking for various options, various coaches, and then they have to identify okay what they're looking for, the values that they're bringing, which which coach is someone who can who who can offer the same values. Because if you be working with a coach, I mean, you need to be really comfortable with that person. You need to, you need to have an alignment of values uh, in there as well, you know. Um, and the third thing is actually to speak to you, um, basically making sure that once you once you actually commit to uh, to coaching with someone, just follow through. It's very important to follow through, you know, and and that would really come from also you, your identification with the coach you coach you're working with, you know. They would. They will also make sure that you follow through because if you start a journey and you don't follow through, you know, you can just you can you just be stranded. Mm. So who should they talk to? I mean, who would you recommend they talk to when they start searching for their mentor? Oh, sorry. The, okay, so basically, they they need to uh, talk to uh, people around them, their friends. Uh, if they have any coaches, they need to go online to check what what options there are available. They need to actually. Uh, um, Attend um, some coaching seminars. There are lots of free coaching seminars happening. People who are, uh, you know, who are getting their name out there. This online is such a huge world, massive world around these days, which can be mind-boggling as well. So that's why I said to start with, you have to identify what you're looking for, and number one, and number two, what your values are that you um, that you take into into that um, coaching coaching relationship because it's right. uh, it's a long-term relationship and that can. Have a huge impact on your uh, future life. That's right, and and grateful, grateful, grateful tribe, great, grateful greatness tribe. How about that? Yeah, uh, greatness tribe. You you should look up uh, Viren Gomber as well. Jump on mindfulsolutions.co.nz and you'll find him. And uh, you know, get in touch with Viren, get some ideas, and talk to him, and see how you can how you can work as a, a, along with him, um, and find out how they can help you as an organization to build your 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 dreams and your goals to come true as well. Um, Viren, what would you do in, if you were in their shoes, if you were just starting off to find a mentor or a coach, apart from what you've just said? Yeah, I would actually um, basically sit down first with myself and make a list of what my goals are going forward, what, my, what I want to achieve in my life. And then I actually ring around my and talk to my friends. I would do some online research and I just start collating points. And as I said earlier, when I when I was in this, I was looking for uh, 
looking for um, a place where I could study NLP a few years ago. If you remember, I just mentioned that. And mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a quick, st- I'll just quickly tell you a story around that. And that might help, you, yeah. you know, the greatest tribe uh, on how to go about it. Because I'm actually looking for which is the best place I can study NLP, right? And there was, there was so many different options. And I was getting confused, confused. And I, uh, I wasn't sure what to do. And then I actually started my, asking my friends around. I asked, I actually rang one of my friends who was a, uh, an editor for a magazine and said, oh, do you know where I can study NLP? And she said, oh, what's NLP? So I said, oh, okay, don't worry about it. I mean, if you don't, don't know about it, you can't really guide me in the right direction. Uh, but what happened next day was she actually rang me. She said, oh, I've received this article from someone who is an NLP practitioner and they want me to include my, their article in my magazine. Uh, you can get in touch with this person and see, see, um, you know, if they can help you. And I actually emailed that person, and they were they were so wonderfully helpful. They said, "Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can tell you. I studied, you know, with this person, and I can highly recommend them. So why don't you get in touch with them?" So see, what happened was like I actually started started to spread the word around, and things started to come my way, you know. And eventually, I I mm. kind of really I actually signed up with the same organization that this person you know recommended. So I didn't have to do much more work after that. As soon as I started asking around, you know, things started to happen for me. That's mm. exactly what happens. You know, if you if you just if you don't take any any steps, nothing would happen. If you if you're starting to um, spread the word around, ask around, and people would start to um, to recommend you to uh, to places that even sometimes they 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 even don't know, and things would start to roll off for you findings are for the seekers as they say you know you'll find answers are for the ones who ask the questions Um, it's interesting because a greatness tribe some of you or maybe many of you might be facing a challenge of you know trying to find the right kind of coach for you because there's so much noise like Viren said there's so many so many things out there that so many people are presenting and marketing themselves it's hard to tell who's the best and who's really good and you just have to find the one that aligns with you who you can connect with personally but also spreading the word is key and and searching and searching and searching until you find because you you're inevitably going to find the right solution you just need to start searching and not feel shy and and not feel like your your you know your friends or your circle of influence would laugh at you or wonder why you need coaching because guess what you're you're in the 2% if you're thinking or if you're just simply listening to this episode right now you're automatically in the 2% of the population which is the top two tier in the in the world's population which means 98% of people around you will not look for coaching or guidance or mentoring and if you want to be the best in your career you want to get some guidance and coaching so I'm totally with you when you said that Viren great thanks for that so we're now diving into the greatness round which I call as the golden nuggets of greatness round it's a fast quick rapid fire get you to think on your feet see what you can say and have oh a bit of fun okay. with it <laughs> alright here we go number one define greatness in one sentence oh wow um, I think greatness is a state of mind uh, where you know that um, that every little act that you do is meaningful and and contributes to spreading real joy, happiness, and growth around, and also while making you feel fulfilled. Love it. Have you listened to the episodes before? Because you seem like you were ready for that answer. That was really good. I loved it. Very articulate. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. No, I, I was just, it was just, just, came, just came rolling. So it was more awesome. I love it. Um, number two, an idea that changed your life. An idea that changed my life. Um, I was I was actually um, 
I've kind of I've, I've been always been really uh, fascinated with uh, reading quotes, you know, from great people. And something that really changed my life was this quote from Mark Twain, where he said, "The secret of uh, getting ahead is getting started." And I I always follow that now every in every single uh, part of my life. Mm, awesome. Number three, an exciting startup that you would bet on, other than yours. Oh, exciting startup. Um, well, actually, I haven't. I haven't done that so far. I could have done it, but a few years ago, this called uh, startup called Be Intent. They actually, uh, it's an app that's based on mindfulness uh, and positive psychology to help make your day a better day. Hmm. Okay. And number four, one thing that you have that your contemporaries don't. The Verangomba. Love it. Well said. Number five, name two entrepreneurs you would you would host a dinner for that you would invite personally. Oh, could be anyone, you know. Um, I would love to invite Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki. Awesome. Okay, number six. If your entrepreneurial story was turned into a movie, what would be the movie title and which actor would you choose to play your role? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a tough <laughs> one. The, the movie on me, my life or? Yep, your story. My story. What would be titled? Um, uh, I would I would title this think of what could go right and the actor who would be uh, I would like to um, I would like Tom Hanks to play it yeah, that's an interesting choice too yeah <laughs> like like alright number seven recommend a book that you think everyone in the greatness tribe should read oh Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill no doubt about it okay number eight what small business tool or resource like Google Docs or Evernote, can you recommend to our listeners, especially to do better business? I would say, I would say um, Evernote. Okay, awesome. All right, this is the final question of our interview, and uh, you know, and then we're going to wrap up and finding out sure. where we can find you, Varun. So it's a litmus test question. Yeah. Do you ever know when you were ready to be an entrepreneur? No, I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. It just happened. Mm, and you just embraced it, right? I embraced it. And things, as I said earlier, again, things started to change when I started, when I committed myself to things. Mm, love it. Awesome. So how can Greatness Tribe find you, Viren? How can they find you online? Well, they, can, they can either um, go and visit www.mindfulsolutions.co.nz uh, or they can go to www.virengomber.com um, or they can go on my Facebook page, Viren Gomba. Fantastic. Greatness Tribe, get in touch, find Viren and find out how you can get coached and how you can get mentored and what kind of offerings Mindful Solutions can benefit you on your journey to be one of your best entrepreneurial stories that you can have. Thank you so much, Viren. We really, really appreciate you for hanging out with us today. You know, Greatness Tribe, they say when you hang out with successful people, you automatically get some rubbed off you and you become successful. And that's exactly what's happened. You've hung out today with Viren Gomber and me, Sohan Gokhan, your host of greatness I, I want to say if you want to find the notes the show notes of this interview jump on destinationforgreatness.com search for Virin V for victory I-R-I-N for November and uh, you'll find all the killer resources all the information and some of the, the recommendations that Virin suggested in the interview, interview 
on the show notes page. So jump online and you'll find it right away. But uh, thanks so much, Viren. We appreciate you, mate. You've been great. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sohan. And thanks. Um, I, I want to um, uh, wish everyone of in, in your greatest tribe an amazing future ahead. And uh, I would just leave them with this thought that just go out and try. You know, Even if you win, lose or draw, just don't die not trying. Love it. Thanks, Viren. Thanks, Sohan. <laughs>